0: listener beware no time to game is a podcast chock full with spoilers if your intent is to play this game and you don't wish the ending to be spoiled turn back now and then come back when you're done and let's talk about it Welcome to No Time to Game, a quest for game life balance where we play and talk about short games, indie games, and anything else that doesn't demand you sacrifice your relationships or miss your child's birthday because you just had to beat that limited time event. I'm Devin and I just don't have the hundreds of hours anymore to play MMOs, open world games, and loot grinds. And I'm Josh and I'm already running out of things to say here. Uh, This week I played Forager on Xbox One, developed by Hopfrog and published by Humble Games. This was a resource-gathering, ever-expanding 2D open-world game. Before
1: we get too much into that, though, Josh, what have you been playing? This week, I've put on my big boy pants, and I finally started playing some horror games that I've been meaning to get to. Why would Um, you do that to yourself? (laughs) I I really wanted to play Resident Evil 7, um, but I've been putting it off for, like, I don't know when it came out. I've been putting it off for years at this point. Um, And I finally decided to do it. It, It's in Game Pass. I had no excuses, really. And uh, I do find if I'm going to play horror games, I want to do it in June and July when uh, there's the maximum amount of sunlight in the day. That's Uh, fair. So anyways, I played through and beat Resident Evil 7, and I did really like it. It's a really good game. Uh, But that kind of inspired me to keep going with uh, The Evil Within 2, which is the sequel to the previous worst horror game worst best horror game um that scared the pants off of me uh the evil within the first one and uh so uh, that was dethroned by resident evil 7 as the most horrific horror game i've played uh so i figured i could handle it at this point yeah you're Uh, really selling it yeah uh so, so far the evil within 2 actually hasn't been too too bad um but we'll see i'm not super far into it yet uh, but anyways, uh, the playing the horror games got me thinking about what maybe we could do. Cause I think we talked a bit in the man and Medan episode about sort of training you to, uh, you know, no, be able like to play through some horror games. Um, and you know, we've got Halloween approaching in a few months. So hey, I Halloween. was thinking, <laughs> well, you'll hate it even more this year. Um, I was thinking we would do maybe like. For the months of September, uh, September and October, um, sort of starting with the creepy and working our way up to outright horror. Uh, so I thought I'd, I'd check and see how you felt about that idea. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll get the diapers ready. I promise at least one of the games in there is going to be very, very good. Um, and th- you know, the first couple, like I said, they're, they're more on the creepy side, you know, not, it's not going to be like jump scares and stuff. Um, so we'll, we'll work you up to it over the course of a couple of months and see how that goes.
0: So you're going to put me through hell for a couple of months is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Well, September won't be too bad. October may, you might not like it so much, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, I bring I'm on not November. Sh- and then we'll yeah we'll do something nice for November and December like a you know two month Christmas games or something (laughs) I don't know about that (laughs) I'm not sure I'm I'm here for that either this is going to be a long fall um but uh yeah I'm not sure what you know what I want to do for the sort of the finale so I was thinking maybe we could put it out to a vote or something so uh you know we'll see maybe we'll throw it out in the discord or something I'll I'll give a couple of um Options and we'll see what people want to watch. Okay, yeah,
0: leave my fate up to the, uh
1: yeah, the sick. Yeah, Discord then it's not all on me. <laughs> you can I sort of spread the <laughs> spread the blame sure. a little bit. Okay, what whatever the fans want. That's right. Do anything yeah, I guess. for the people. For the people, yeah. Um, so yeah, before we get into. Forager. Um, anyone who's paying attention is going to notice that this episode's coming out two weeks later than it normally would have. Um, we decided that we're going to kind of chill out a bit over the summer and and release every four weeks instead of every two. It's um, hot. We don't <laughs> want to. It's hot and we're busy. Um, so. Uh, I think it's, it's only going to work out that we're maybe missing three episodes or something because, yeah. you know, we've already got a few things done. We're into getting into July now. So uh, anyways, we'll, we'll have this one. And then four weeks later, there'll be another one. And then uh, I'm not sure either two or four weeks after that, you'll, you'll see another one. then we should back to our regular two-week release schedule after that. Yes, we will see how things look in the fall. Yeah, so with the with that housekeeping out of the way, um, let's talk about Forager. Uh, normally, I ask you to give me a rundown of the story. Uh, I think this might be a very quick segment. Uh, you want to tell me sort of what there is for story in this game, how it starts out, that kind of thing?
0: I mean, there's not much of a story to tell, but um, you, you're... St- you start out just dropped onto a small little island with a few trees and some rocks, and you have a pickaxe. I mean, that's it. You you figure it out pretty quickly that you're meant to use that pickaxe to to forage and mine and gather the resources that are around, and uh, you know things go from there. You get pretty wild after that.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, anybody who's kind of played like minecraft or terraria or something like that you know you get the idea you get a pickaxe you just start hitting things um yeah but yeah like you said it just starts out it's basically just trees and rocks and i think bushes And you can start collecting wood and stone and berries and stuff and uh and you realize i guess that you you know start getting uh you start running out of stamina i think is uh, what it's called and you need to start eating and that kind of kicks you off into you know your quest to keep going i guess
0: yeah i mean you're not really sure um like the beginning felt a little slow as far as progression because every like few swings of the pickaxe i've got to eat like a bunch of berries and then oh man i'm out of berries so i've got to You've, you've got to use your pickaxe to get more berries and then you're eating them because you're tired from getting the berries. So like it's this this bit of a uh, kind of a, a hamster wheel uh, thing going on for the first, I don't know, couple, hour, hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours um, before things start to really pick up.
1: Yeah, I think it, it starts kind of throwing you into like crafting stuff pretty early and you can make yourself uh fish traps and that's when you kind of finally don't have to worry so much about your energy you start catching fish uh automatically in these traps um and I think so basically you you know you start chopping down trees you use the wood to make fish traps you set them out and then you use the fish to give you energy so you can go chop down more trees and you know it The loop keeps changing, but there's always some sort of loop that you're doing in this game, it seemed like.
0: Oh, it's a constant loop. Sometimes, I mean, as the loops get more complicated, you kind of lose track of some of them. But um, the minute that you you start uh, any kind of automation is when things start moving a lot faster.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really give you, it doesn't give you like a checklist of things you need to do or anything. Um, It just basically gives you like a crafting menu and you can craft... I think just basically like buildings and you know fish traps and bridges and that kind of stuff uh, initially so you kind of just figure well that's my goal is to craft the new kinds of buildings so you start you know working towards gathering all the resources you need for say a forge for example and then you plunk that down and then you realize with that forge you can craft all kinds of new stuff and then you've got more resources that you need to get, but also more resources that you can make because the forge will let you craft um, or smelt. I guess it lets you smelt metals. I think there was gold and iron.
0: Mm-hmm. And it also unlocks cooking. So you start to uh, you start like cooking the fish and they give you more um, health because you also have health. Um and more stamina as you eat uh, cooked fish, um, right? But yeah, and eat, and you all you're also there's another um, aspect you're also leveling up each time that you you know get so much experience which you're getting from um, from crafting from uh, mining foraging um, killing enemies and each each level um, you can choose from a, a large tree. Oh, I hit my mic stand. <laughs> uh, I'm talking with my hands. Um, you can uh, you can choose from a large list of unlocks that aren't all visible at first. Um, you you open them up as you unlock, um, and they are all kinds of different things. Some of them have to do with your combat. Some of them have to do with magic. Um, some of them have to do with um, you know you can uh, get more. Um, more resources per, um, you know, tree that you, per, per thing that you uh, that you mine or, you know, all kinds of different things. I think that's um, how you unlock
1: new buildings too, isn't it, through the you level You unlock
0: up. new buildings and you also unlock new things that those buildings offer. Right. So when you get the forge, for example, you don't have all that the forge has to offer in the beginning. You might have to level up and get a few things before the forge will make um, something more advanced. Right. Yeah.
1: So, so yeah, it takes off pretty quick, you know. Once you start leveling up a couple times and making some buildings, then you end up having, you know, several goals that you're going for. You're you're trying to get enough uh, uh, iron smelted to make the next building or something, and you're also trying to get XP, and you're trying to grab wood to build something else, and all these things get on the go, and uh, a lot of it can be. Not necessarily automated, but you can kind of stack stuff. So you can have, you know, one forge smelting 200 iron and another one smelting 200 uh, gold. And then you can have another thing that's producing paper from your uh, wood and stuff like that. So you get all these threads going of all these different things that you're trying to make. And then it really becomes a, you're sort of knocking over resources and running to feed your your buildings and your production.
0: Yeah. It took me, I don't know, maybe five hours before I, before I had the brainwave to build another forge. (laughs) (laughs) It's just waiting for this forge to finish so that I could move on to the next project or, you know, it's not just a forge, but you've got the, uh, you've got, um, uh, you, I forget what all the names of them are, but one of them is like an anvil, um, that you can, you know, make your weapons and stuff on. And then there's a loom of some kind where you can use your leathers and stuff. And then uh, there's a carpenter table that I barely used that was mostly for cosmetic stuff that I didn't spend any time on, like, uh,
1: you know. Yeah, I think the forge structures. actually was the anvil. I think it was the the furnace, I think, was the furnace, thing. Furnace, that that's correct. Yeah, 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 but, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, that that's interesting Um, because I... I also didn't really do any of the carpentry stuff. There was, there's a whole system in this game of sort of decorative things where you can make walls. You could basically build houses, put floors in gates, uh, all these things. And I don't think I touched it at all. And you can, you know, and it keeps going through it the whole game as you start unlocking better, um, building materials. You can, you know, keep upgrading and making your, these islands sort of look however you want. Uh, but I, did not touch it at all and no you didn't either the, the the extent that i did of
0: that is that i attempted to put flooring in on kind of my main island where i had all of my crafting tables um and the market um just mostly it wasn't even for aesthetics it was mostly so that trees and rocks and stuff would stop popping up and blocking my path. Uh, I didn't it even drove, think about that <laughs> drove me crazy. Yeah. It drove me crazy. Um, so I, I did that, but I found the placing of tiles, like floor tiles, very annoying. Like the way that it happened, it, it, it was hard to, um, you know, pinpoint the pixel that you wanted to place it on. So yeah. I found I that just, too. I uh, gave up. Yeah. And then I used fencing one time from the carpenter table and I made, mi- the just, I think it was like when I first unlocked the, the table, I made a small fence. I had in my head thought I would make it for my animals or the animals. And then I placed like, Oh no, I originally made it for a garden. And so I placed a sprinkler in there and I had unlocked the windmill. I did that pretty late. And then I placed like a bunch of pumpkin seeds and a bunch of like cotton seeds or whatever. And then I harvested, harvested those once, um, and then I was like, this is a hassle. I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> so I didn't plant them again. And then I kind of, I put like a, an animal lure in there and waited for animals to come. And then, you know, I just, you know, it just became a pain. So I didn't do any more customization uh, of that except for bridges. I was obsessed with bridges because I wanted everything to be so efficient and easy to get around. So between every, um, every island or every bit of land that I unlocked, I had bridges uh, everywhere so that I didn't have to, you know, go around. I just... I could get around anywhere I wanted to.
1: Yeah, I really got a kick out of that because it was was really clever because it it took, like, two wood or something and, you know, by the end of the game I had 10 million wood, so there was no reason not to do it. But I... For some reason, put like the minimum amount of bridges, and it was always annoying. And I yes. and I just kept doing it. I don't know why. And trees would grow in front of my one bridge, and then I couldn't <laughs> uh, couldn't get to the other places. Exactly. Um, but we didn't actually mention that um, one of the other things that you're working towards is you can buy new islands. And so the, it's a big grid basically, and you expand outwards. So from any island that you've purchased, you can buy the islands next to it on all sides. And right. the further out you go, the more money it costs. And so you're you're constantly trying to expand your island by buying these other sections and then linking, your, linking them together with bridges. Um, and that became one of the sort of main goals because each one you unlocked gave you something new to do generally. Like it would be either um, there'd be an NPC on there who, you know, the simple ones were like, I need six butterflies. And they basically just give, would give you fetch quests. Um, but some of them gave you like dungeons and stuff with some of the land upgrades and, and a few other things.
0: Well yeah and also there were um, there were multiple i'm gonna say five but I don't know that to be exact uh, different biomes um, in this game. so you might have something that you really want to build like okay for example, let's say you want to upgrade your pickaxe. Or, or you want or you want to build uh, a sword because you can get that down the line. And every time you do that, um, the next kind of version of that will show up on the crafting table. And it'll need different, um, different uh, materials. Some of them you've never heard of, you've never seen before. Um, and you don't realize, you don't really know where you're going to get those until you buy some land and then realize that it's a different biome. Like it's not forest anymore. It's like, uh, like an ice area or like a, a fire area or um kind of like a bone graveyard type area and in each of these different biomes different plants grow different um different rocks grow not grow but you know spawn they did and grow in this game i think they did grow the magical time. rocks Pop. that appeared. <laughs> yeah um and different enemies spawn so Um, Each of those give you a different material that suddenly, okay, now I know that I can get um, lavender or whatever. What I found really annoying, but also, you know, just part of the game, um, you get that biome. And then, like, for a while in the beginning, as soon as you've unlocked it, that biome or that um, material, like lavender, we'll say, is really scarce. And you've Mm -hmm. got to, like, you're always keeping an eye out for it. Um, Every time a lavender uh, flower pops up, you get it. And that's like you might not get one for another couple of days. Um, But then after a while, they're just everywhere. And by that point, you don't need them anymore. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just the game has a way of like having things be really scarce when you need them. And then once you don't need them anymore, something else is scarce.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It had a pretty good progression, especially early on. Like I I feel like there was always something to go for, which made it hard to put down, like you were always, oh, if I just play for another 10 minutes, I can get, you know, enough stone to do this, and then you get enough stone, and they're like, well, now I'm really close to getting enough wood to do this, and, you know, and it just kept going and going. On that
0: note, I had a very hard time uh, stopping with this game. Um, It was exactly like you put it, like there was always something else, always another project. I always wanted to, you know, get the next next pickaxe or the next shovel or you know, any number of upgrades. Cause there were so many of them. Um, yeah. Or, and there was know, a lot of gear money too. Yeah, exactly. Like the, all of the, you could get like armor or uh, gloves or things and they all give you better stats or increase their chances of getting rare items.
1: Yeah. There was, there, it was, it got to the point pretty quickly where you were working on like 15 things at once. Oh yeah. Um, and then you unlock pretty, pretty early on as well. Um, A museum which is basically just an empty room with a request for you to drop things off. And it was broken into collections and you had to bring a certain number of basically every item in the game. Mm-hmm. And each time you finished a collection, you would get some kind of a prize. I forget what the prizes even were. But, uh, you know, it would be like, oh, we want five of every type of flower would be one of them. And then, you know, one of them wanted all like a hundred of every kind of building materials um, one of them was like monster parts uh, there was something there was a whole like cooking mechanic and he wanted you to bring all the different kinds of food that you could cook um, mm. so there was a whole bunch of these so that sort of added too to the there's always something to do because even when you were kind of waiting for stuff it was like alright well go s- let's go see what I have and what the museum still wants and we'll see what we can kind of top up and, and add to that
0: yeah, I mean, and it was worth it too. It was worth it to, to uh, complete those collections because um, I'm pretty certain that the reward was normally rare gems and then there was always a, um, I forget what they called it in the game, but it was some kind of like a an orb that you could choose whether to uh, permanently increase your health, permanently increase your stamina, uh, level up, um, or permanently increase your, your damage output. Mm-hmm. Um so, I mean, the more of those you have, the just, you know, the better chance of survival or, or whatever. Or, or, I mean, I chose a lot of level ups because, especially early and mid game, I didn't really see a whole lot of point in upgrading damage or, or life because the enemies were so few and far between. I was never dying, there was never a risk of dying. Um, so I just, you know, got more levels and unlocked more things because I was, you know, desperate to advance and grow and buy more islands. Yeah. It wasn't until much later in the game that I was like, oh shit, there's actually some enemies that are, you know, worthy
1: foes in this yeah. game. Yeah. On the overworld, it was mostly, like, it started off, it was just slimes. I think it was, you know, a different enemy for each biome, but it was like your typical sort of RPG slimes, and they would just hop at you and die in one hit. Yeah. And then there was uh, skeletons that were pretty weak, and... Uh, That was like pretty much all you ran into in the overworld was just these little weak enemies. But once you got into the dungeons, then it became more of a, you know, a a bit more combat-oriented. And that three hearts didn't last very long. No, it didn't.
0: I mean, even even in most of the dungeons, the enemies didn't pile up so much that it was difficult. But there was always a boss at the end of the dungeons that if you hadn't uh, upgraded your stats a bit or or upgraded your sword, or...
1: I mean, there were a few magic items that you could get later on. uh, You could be in trouble. The other thing you could do to kind of cheat the system a little bit, once you got to the desert, I think, you could shovel up sand and then make it into glass, which you could craft into bottles, and then you could catch fairies. And then the fairies in this game worked the same as they do in Zelda, where if you die... They just it get used up automatically and it fills your hearts back up. Um, so I always kept a few bottled fairies on me in case of emergency. So I, I found I very rarely died in this game, if at all.
0: I never knew that. <laughs> I didn't discover that at all. I Whenever I found a fairy, I would either consume it immediately to give myself experience or I bottled fairies um, and, and used them for crafting immediately. I did not know about that feature. That would have been... So useful.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that was just one of those, like, it's like a video game cliche where you, you see a bottled fairy and you're like, oh, I bet I know what that's going to do. I haven't it's, played enough video games <laughs> It's funny, I find indie games especially often have those kind of nods to the games that we played as kids, like, like Zelda and Mario and stuff, and you see a lot of that influence and a lot of those types of things in these indie games. I find even more so than you do in, in, um, the big triple A games and stuff. Um, do you remember what dungeons you did? The only, there's two that I remember. There was one that was, um, like a maze where you ran around sort of, there was no like over or there was no like map or anything. So you just basically ran through this maze and, brute forced your way through it till you found a chest or a boss or both at the end and then the other one I remember was like in the end game there was a void I think it was called and you went through a portal and it was basically like a wave-based combat thing that was like a pretty end game kind of thing but I think there was a few I think there was maybe like four different dungeons
0: yeah I did all the dungeons um and I mean I they kind of blend together a little bit, but they all had their own kind of puzzly aspect to them. Like certain rooms you couldn't pass until you got a certain um, item from the dungeon. And normally that item turned out to be like a new magic staff that you, uh, right. you had, like there was a, there was a dungeon of, um, kind of of lightning that you got a, a lightning rod or a thunder rod or something from. And then there was a, a dungeon of, um, fire that you got a fire rod and then ice um, and each of those you could use to uh, you know unlock certain rooms in a certain way once you got them like maybe maybe a a certain room was um, blocked by a by a like a an ice um, spike or mound or something and you needed to shoot it with um, with the fire rod or something so
1: um, yeah they were kind of puzzly I remember I remember one with uh, mine carts in it And you had to, like, move the mine carts around. I think that might have been the lightning one. And you had to, like, trigger all these things by shooting them. And they were kind of cool. Like, they were their own little self-contained, like, puzzles that took you maybe, like, 20 minutes or so, half an hour to beat each one.
0: I really liked them because they broke up um, the the style of play that the Mm -hmm. overworld had. Like, where you're just you know, running around and mining and forging and, and, and crafting. Um, but then you unlock a dungeon when you get this new island and you can, for a while, leave all of that behind and <laughs> try and solve this puzzle and kill a boss and get a new thing and you don't know what it's going to be and it's really exciting.
1: Yeah, you you also um, got a lot of good materials from them, I think. So Oh, yeah. When you would unlock them generally like at the time that you unlocked it the stuff you would get in there was kind of new and the, the type of thing that you needed so it was a good way to kind of do that without having to like you said earlier grinding out for lavender plants or something for eight hours you could go in and just get a whole bunch in one big shot
0: Hmm. yeah that was uh, true of the first time I went to the void you mentioned earlier um, at one of the crafting tables I think it was like a, one of the magic crafting tables you could uh, create a void portal and using the void portal you could go to a, basically another dimension um and in this dimension there was all kinds of different materials that were quite end game materials that you um that you needed to to get a lot of the things that uh well the, the, yeah the the more advanced weapons or the more advanced gear or whatever um that you had not been able to find anywhere in the overworld but it was there in in like in plenty um so you're you're crafting or you're you're mining all of this stuff and then uh, like you said there's waves of enemies so you kill all the enemies and then you've got you know unlimited time afterwards to um to uh to to mine but there is a timer going for each wave until you kill the enemies and then it stops yeah there
1: was an so, achievement for that apparently to reach wave 30 i think yeah i never um, got that far Yeah, I got to like 29 or something. So I actually, because it had been a long time since I played this game, I went back the other night to just refresh myself on what was going on and uh, did a couple of things. And that was one thing I was trying to do was go through the void and, uh, you know, see how far I could get. And I couldn't quite get to whatever it was to get the achievement without upgrading my gear further. So I, I never did do it, but... Um, I did find out that apparently you can fish in the void and that's how you get one of the like artifact items or something. You can get a lot of them by fishing in the void. So there was things like that that, you know, for some of the end game materials that you needed, you'd have to get them in kind of different ways like that where you wouldn't necessarily think to even try that because it didn't even look like water in there. But uh, apparently, yeah, you you'd fish in there and you'd get these items every couple of casts. Um, So there's a lot of like late game grinding out of that kind of stuff. Um, But before we talk about that, I want to go back to, we were talking about those, um, the wands or staffs or whatever they were, like magic staffs. And once I got that lightning staff, I don't know that I used my pickaxe or sword ever again. I just used that for absolutely everything because it would would chain lightning and it harvested stuff, but it also hurt enemies. So you could just basically blast it around randomly at stuff and it it wouldn't damage your buildings or anything. It would just hurt enemies and and the resources. So I was just spamming that everywhere. And then it really became like me just running around twirling the thumbsticks and and just going to town or whatever was around.
0: Well, I mean, it changed, like you said. So it was, it was going everywhere and forking lightning through all kinds of stuff. And I mean, it had a charge, so um, it would uh, deplete, and then you'd have to wait, and that became frustrating. So I figured out that you could feather the trigger, mm-hmm. um, so that it would never quite run out. So if you're <laughs> if you're feathering that in the right way, um, then it's it's just kind of constantly going, as long as you don't get too hot on the uh, on the. Uh, you know
1: yeah I think engage. you could upgrade it to to you could make it so you could run it non-stop I, I, never and I, I never really used the other two but I did upgrade the um the ice one and it changed it from shooting like one bolt of ice to three bolts of ice and that oh, yeah. it actually was a pretty good combat weapon at that point so I used it in the void but I never really used it otherwise and I don't think I upgraded the fire one so I never really used that at all Sure.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of things in the end game that I, you know, once, <laughs> once I had unlocked all the all the land, and once I had completed all the dungeons, and uh, done most of the kind of like I guess you could call them side quests for the little NPCs that you made or that you found, uh, you met. Um, I didn't really have a whole lot of desire to keep going and upgrading things and 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 uh, continuing on because I didn't really I don't I don't know I didn't really have a um, much of a, of a goal at that point once I had unlocked everything I, I unlocked everything that I you know wanted to
1: yeah I, I kind of the same problem I think the the biggest issue for me with this game like I absolutely love this game and then I just hit this point where I was like eh, I'm done and I stopped playing and I think that the biggest issue for me was that it didn't really have an ending to go for. Um, so you did just kind of hit that point where you felt like, ah, what, what's left to do? Like, there's a few things that are really grindy and I just don't feel like doing them. Yeah. Um, did you do all the bosses and the puzzles? So, like, there was, there was a couple of puzzles on the overworld. I remember you doing the one where you had to hit the, like, knock the pegs down and it would knock the pegs around it down
0: yes do you know what i mean um i do and i think i did all of those but not without the help of google
1: yeah there was there was another one where as you were unlocking islands you would find like a circle and it had three numbers on it and there was four of these scattered around the map and you had to get the numbers on all four of them and that unlocked something i don't remember what it was but that was like sort of a long-term puzzle that when you first saw it there was nothing you could do with it you had to unlock all four pieces of it.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I wondered about it. Um I assumed it meant something but
1: I never figured that out in the end. Yeah, so yeah, there was a few things kind of late game like that where you could kind of you you'd finish these things up and it was something to shoot for. Um but once you sort of run out of those things to do there I didn't really know what the point was same as you like i i tried to keep playing for a while and you could upgrade your gear further but it never really felt like there was any reason to because you had done all the stuff and fought all the bosses so it was like why you know why do i get the next 10 swords that's going to take me you know all these hours of grinding if there's nothing to kill with them or like you know what do you need a better pickaxe for when you can already one shot everything so yeah i would have I would have really liked more of a sort of traditional ending. I think where it was like, you know, get all this stuff and and fight this big boss or something, and then roll credits or, or something like that. Because as it was, it just seemed like it sort of fizzled.
0: Yeah, definitely a fizzle for me as well.
1: And there were bosses, but they weren't really like end game. Like again, it was just another thing you could do. Um, I don't know if you got that. You you. It was a crafting station, I think that you could build like banners or something and then they would summon the bosses. Yeah. I believe there was four of them.
0: It was the same crafting table that you could make the void portal. Um, And I made the, let's see, I made two of them. Um, I made the giant slime boss. Um, That one was annoying. Uh, It would spawn basically, like I said, a giant slime that would hop like huge hops all over the map and he would break things your structures and he would he could kill you in like two hits um, but he would also spawn hundreds of you know miniature slimes um, and even after he was killed there was still hundreds of mini slimes all over the map that you had to kill um, and then i also spawned i think it was like a giant robot mm-hmm. um and that one was not that hard. Uh, I did that one, but I don't... I didn't do the other two. I don't remember what they are, but...
1: Yeah, there I was a giant skeleton, I think. Right. And I forget what the other one was, too. But, yeah, I did I did all of them. And our, you could build these, like, giant crossbows that would, like, automatically target enemies. Oh, the ballistas. So I, I would just yeah. build a whole bunch of those and then spawn the boss. So that, that helped. Yeah. Um, But one thing you when you fought them, I think it gave you something the first time you fought them, but you could keep spawning them. And each time you spawn them, it would give you several of those like level up orbs, which at this point in the game, you're you're maxed out on level ups. You've unlocked everything. So you're basically just upping your health, stamina and your damage output. Right. And so that like I did that a little bit when I went back to play the other day, you know, I didn't have much to do so that I fought a couple bosses and got my damage output up and then like went into the void and it helped a lot to be able to get myself further in there sure uh, so that that's kind of I think what you get to you know at, at that point of the game when you've done all the stuff you basically are just leveling your guy up getting better uh, equipment and trying to grind out the last few achievements which for, you know, anybody that doesn't care about achievements, there's really not much uh, purpose there. But there was a couple of, like, really ridiculous achievements. There was one for getting a trillion dollars, and I think the (laughs) most I ever got was a million or up around a million. And, like, that was a lot. Like, that was more than you'd ever need. So the Trillionaire one was just, like, for people who really wanted to keep playing or wanted a reason to keep playing.
0: I can't imagine what would keep someone going that that long like um, yeah for me it just it just kind of lost its desire completely and uh, thinking about going that far to get a trillion like what you'd have to do the amount of banks you'd have to have and yeah yeah
1: I'm, I don't know like there's tricks to it I think but yeah, I, I'm sure I don't know what you'd have to like you'd I don't know, because it is it is an insane amount uh, yeah. more playing than what we did, and I think I played for like twenty five hours or something. You probably played a similar amount. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, not something that I have any desire to
0: do. I mean, especially especially being like the goal of this to 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 game less. <laughs> yeah, or to just not have. I just don't don't have that kind of time. This game took a took enough of my focus and enough of my time. Um, there was no way that I was going to go for gold
1: and try and get all the achievements. Yes, same. I, I did find, though, that like a lot of times I like to play a game while I watch TV, and you don't want to yes. play something that's story-heavy or something, and this was kind of the perfect game for that. So like, if you've got a good TV show that you're binging and you just want something to do on the side, like it would be a good game to play like on the Switch or something. And uh, I think it's, you can actually get it on your phone. Really? Though I'm not a big fan of mobile gaming, but, um, you know, that, that would be probably fun, too, to just, you know, just something to do. You can jump in, like, for five minutes or five hours, whatever you want. Like, it, you know, it auto-saves every two seconds, so it's kind of good that way. So I th- I can see where somebody might use this as sort of, you know, something to do. Like, it's just fun to play here and there. Uh, but I, I was more like you. Like, I I was really into it, really into it, totally done like somebody just flipped a switch
0: yeah yeah when i when i was still really into it i was like i was actually able to play it with the sound off while i was editing the last episode Mm -hmm. and i found it to be a lot more you know like I, i just had to listen to the episode and then um you know i could easily look away from this game without dying or anything um and make some edits and then go back to it and you know it just seemed to pass the time a lot quicker and kept my yeah. attention and yeah without I... taking so much of my attention that i couldn't do two things at once
1: yeah exactly and, and i i did really like that about it like it was just a nice chill game in that way but yeah, yeah it's funny like when i went back to play the other night i hadn't played it in probably a year and apparently i like i just i don't know why i stopped cuz i had a couple things almost done That's so sure. when i went back i i finished the very last npc quest and i finished the museum in that one play session so i got a, like you know i grabbed a couple of achievements that i was almost done so it it is weird how you know sort of abruptly i just stopped and never got back to it
0: <laughs> when you're done you're done
1: yeah it doesn't
0: matter what you've got left you just don't care anymore
1: yeah it's a it's a weird thing but uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned um, playing it with the sound off because when I was r- reading the Steam reviews, one of them was uh somebody was saying how the once you get further in the game, the sound effects will drive you insane. Oh, because yes. like everything gets automated and there's things like it's pinging and harvesting and you know that you can hear like a hammer uh, banging on an anvil and like all these different things. There's just these sound effects to all your buildings and stuff, and it gets yeah there quite, was a few times that b-
0: yeah the few times that like some of the mining lasers gave me a headache so i had to actually like turn it off because they're just constantly pinging
1: yeah i didn't really notice that because i was watching tv so i I had the sound on the game really low because it didn't really matter like there was no story or anything it was just sound effects uh, yeah but yeah i noticed it when i was watching you play because i think you mentioned it when you were streaming it so at one point you're like man the sound these these sounds are annoying It also didn't, you know, most games you hear the sounds of the things that are near you, but I don't think it did that in this, or if it did, it had a really wide range. So you could be like kind of across the map and still hear all your stuff like smashing and banging. Yeah, it became a bit much at times. So speaking of Steam reviews, if there's nothing else that you have to say about this game, I think we can move on to looking at what other people thought about Forager. Yeah, I think I've said enough. <laughs> um, everybody basically was just talking about how addictive it was. Uh, <laughs> that was the, the overall thing. That was you know the first thing that you noticed about it. Uh, like I said, I, I was really into it for a while. And weirdly, when I went back the other night, I ended up staying up way later than I normally stay up because I was just like, oh, I, well, I could finish this or I'm going to wait for this thing to finish. And this is, you know, a year after I'd stopped playing and I don't even care anymore and I didn't plan on picking it up again, but I still got hooked on it for whatever reason. It has a way. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, a couple of those. Uh, one guy said, literal embodiment of a grind fest. Send help. I can't stop playing. 11 out of 10. <laughs> and uh, another one said, all in caps, game fun, number machine go up, serotonin go brrrr. <laughs> <laughs> and uh this person who maybe wasn't being quite honest with themselves uh said it's okay and they had 1100 hours played on steam oh, it's okay <laughs> it's all right
0: <laughs> they're probably saying it's okay but deep down they're like it's actually ruined my life
1: but yeah uh, that's <laughs> but it's, I, o- it's okay it's I fine, everything's assume fine they could only take time enough away from the game to get two words in. And then they were back to playing forager. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you'd ever play 1100 hours. I, I'm, I would think maybe that's steam miscalculating things, but, or at least I'd like to hope it is. Uh, if not, you know, blink twice, if you're okay, steam reviewer, let's, uh, let's move on to our review of forager. Um, First, I'm gonna start with what we thought this game did well. Um, do you have anything that really stands out to you? Um,
0: well, I mean, they 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 made a really solid, simple, but and like enough, um, enough like different aspects uh, to make it interesting. Um, you know. Game that kept me coming back and kept me wanting to advance and do more, and um, with a pretty simple concept. So, I mean, I feel like they did everything well. It was, yeah, it, just it was just, it was just <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, it's
1: it's weird. Like, there's not really, it's kind of hard to describe it, but it was just like it was just a fun game. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Uh, yeah, it, uh, You know, and it was chill, like it was really relaxing. I remember you died one time and you're like, oh no, like what happens? And then it spawns you right back exactly where you were and nothing happens and it doesn't matter. Um, Well, I mean, it was weird.
0: It was weird though, because it did take you back to the main menu. So I thought, well, I've just spent like 12 hours and I'm dead for the first time and I have to start over. Is that actually? But I mean, like you said, (laughs) yeah. you just click it and you're back where you started and like the boss is still there. So you get another chance.
1: I don't know. Maybe it has like a hardcore mode or something where death makes more of a difference, but it really didn't maybe do much in the main game. Um, But yeah, I, I liked it had sort of a mobile game feel of like, you know, that kind of town building crafting stuff. Um, but without all the annoying mobile game stuff like microtransactions <sighs> and like long wait times. Yes. Yeah. No. It. It. There was. There were no.
0: There were no wait times. You're just. You're always like the only thing you're waiting for is for your crafting to complete. Yeah. The
1: and there was always something else to do. Like when it got yep. to kind of the end, like where where I'm at now. If I was to go back and play it, I feel like I'm kind of waiting for stuff to craft. But yes. Throughout most of the game, I never felt like I was waiting around. No, there was lots to do. Certainly did, lots to do. Did you ever get into those kind of mobile games? Like um, the one that I remember playing a bunch was uh, the Simpsons tapped out where you like built your own Springfield and you could like place down a quickie mart, but you'd had to wait like seven hours of real time for it to finish building or, you know, pay a dollar and it would finish right now.
0: Yeah. Um, I didn't play that one, but I played a, a few similar ones. Um, I have no patience for them now, but um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I definitely um, fell victim to that style of game um, for a while. Yeah, I didn't that... pay. Uh, thankfully, no, I, me either. I didn't pay any money for the, for these, but occasionally, you, you know, you'd get a, like a handout where you could speed it up. Um, but that was, you know, that was early game just to tease you, and then by the time it was like come back in forty eight hours, it's like, nope, I don't think so. I'm gonna move on now.
1: <laughs> yeah that those games were really just made to try and suck money out of you mm-hmm. and you know i i feel like this game was almost what i wanted those games to be like you could build your own kind of town on these islands and do your own like build all this stuff but you didn't have to deal with all the nonsense of you know mobile games trying to suck money out of out of you for that so i i really did like that mm-hmm yeah same um is there anything about it that you didn't like? Um I mean there
0: was like I don't know if it needed it, but there were there was no story at all. Like mm-hmm. you you I don't think you needed to, but you didn't know anything about your character. Um he was just a guy, just a minor. <laughs> um Yeah. I, I mean I like I like story. Um this yeah, this game, I don't know if this game had story, it would probably be too complicated um, or just not as chill because you'd be more yeah. invested in, in you know that storyline. But um, anything that didn't do well? I, like we said before, I think it was probably just the end where you and I both just found
1: it fizzled. Yeah, I really don't think I a would conclusion. have. Yeah, I, I wouldn't really have wanted a story per se, but I would have liked some sort of an ending. And, yeah. you know, even with the NPCs and stuff, they almost felt like video game cliches where it was like, you know, oh, there's a princess, there's an old wizard, this one's a ghost, like it was and they were, you yep. know, they just asked you for things sort of arbitrarily and stuff but that never really bothered me, I, I don't think like it it would have been neat if there was some sort of story to tie it all together but I never really felt like it mattered, because I think no. mostly because of the way I played this game as just something to do while I watch TV the the other thing that that uh, I noticed that the only other thing that really bugged me was something that you mentioned was that it was hard to click on certain squares um, when you were placing stuff. Um, I noticed that as well, and and I wonder if mm. that that probably wouldn't be an issue on PC, but playing with a controller, I noticed that it it was hard to target exactly where you were trying to put stuff. But I didn't really mind it with the bigger stuff. It was just the little fiddly things. So, like, where I didn't try to, you know, do anything aesthetic, I, it never really bothered me that much.
0: It was, I mean, it was the reason that I
1: stopped trying to do anything yeah. aesthetic.
0: I'm, I might have if it was easier, but
1: I didn't. I didn't want to. Yeah, you, you almost need, like, to go into a special, like, crafting mode or something where you can just click on the squares. Because moving your character around and then have it sort of place in front of him just was awkward. Yeah, it was awful, for sure. But yeah, that's uh that's pretty much it. Like, you know, other than that, I think it was a, it was a really solid game and even, you know, with that, it was still a really solid game. Those are just little minor things to me. Yeah,
0: I didn't care enough about that for me for it to like decrease the <laughs> the amount that I wanted
1: to play it. Yeah, same. So, well, let's uh let's talk about the uh the length and the addictiveness then. Um Like we said, it was about 25 hours, I think, of content, and then it just sort of fizzled. Uh, You could have certainly played more if you wanted to grind it out. Did you um, feel like that was long enough, too long, not long enough? What do you think?
0: I remember a few times um, when I was playing that I was wondering if, like, how I was ever going to get to the end of it, (laughs) Um, but then I didn't have enough time to think that for too long because... Something would happen that would speed things up quite a lot. Like I was thinking, like, for example, holy, holy shit, this piece of land is like 32 grand. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm never going to have that much money. Um, And then, you know, you figure out that you can place a power plant next to your banks to speed up their production of of coins. Um, I never thought of that. Oh yeah, I had like four rows of banks and then in between <laughs> them I had a I had a power plant in between each of them and they were just, you know, spinning constantly. Um so yeah, once I did that I was like, okay, this is this is not that bad. Nice. Um but uh, uh length, yeah. No, I mean I think it was a good length. Uh, and there were like I said there were times that I thought it was a bit long, but um no, I mean, it certainly kept my attention and my interest. So Yeah. it was a good length.
1: This is one of the few, you know, I, I think all the other ones we've done so far, I've kind of been okay with the length, but this one I actually kind of wish there was more to it. Like I would definitely play more of this game if there were more islands to unlock, you know, more buildings mm. to build. Like I could keep going with this for a lot longer. Um, You know, I played for uh, enough of it, kind of got bored and stopped, but only because I was running out of things to do. If there was more islands and stuff, I probably would keep going for another 25 hours.
0: Yeah, I can see this being the type of game that if they came out with like an expansion or something, Mm -hmm. then I would probably
1: tune back into it. And addictiveness we've covered, I think, extensively. This was by far the most addictive game we've talked about and one of the most addictive games I've ever played, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. You know, but tempered only by the fact that it doesn't last forever. Um, It's probably a good thing that there's only a limited amount of content. What do you think?
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, I've played some addictive games in my, in my days, but this one, uh, it was addictive in a different way. Um, And, the only reason that I was here for it was because you know it was gonna end, um. But this one, yeah, like you said, definitely had me from the first ten minutes, um, and then kept me for twenty or so hours, um. So yeah, this was, if we're purely rating addictiveness, this would be a,
1: a, a ten or even an eleven, like that guy said. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have even recommended this if it was not like a finite amount of playtime. basically. Like a game this mm-hmm. addictive, if, if it, you know, was a games as a service or something that could, you could keep playing forever would be real bad news. But, so dangerous. Yeah, but, um, you know, even if you get really hooked, 20 hours would come and go pretty fast and you're only going to, you know, ruin your life for a week or two.
0: yeah exactly i mean at first i was playing this on stream only but then i i realized that i was gonna take forever to finish it so i started playing it off stream so for a while it was like taking up a lot of my free time um but then once it came to the end i i mean i haven't thought about this since i finished it so yeah that's not been like drawing me back
1: no and that's the thing like once you're done you you're just done and there's not really any reason to go back. Like maybe in a couple of years, start a new save file and play it again. But you know, there's maybe. not updates or anything to suck you back in. So um, I, I don't think it's it's incredibly addictive, but it's not the kind of thing that's gonna ruin your life or anything. No, nope. And uh, our last metric, uh, difficulty slash frustration. Um, any. Anything about this you found particularly hard or frustrating? No. um, I think the only thing
0: that was like minorly frustrating was at times, you know, certain things would take a really long time to craft and I'm just an impatient person. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that was a little frustrating, but it just, you know, um, fueled me further to, create more there was there was a a few different ways that you could speed up your your crafting times so it just kind of pushed me further to 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 make more of those um and we've already said doing the aesthetics
1: the flooring all that stuff was frustrating so I didn't bother yeah that was the nice thing if that would have been mandatory this game would have definitely been frustrating but the fact that you just could just avoid that whole aspect made it not really matter at all
0: Mm hmm. I I looked at a few people's uh, because there was a few times I had to look things up on YouTube and I would see a few people's guide videos and the way that they had set out, like laid out their their worlds and how pretty they were (laughs) and how much time they had put into the different islands and the different things they had going on. Because there wasn't just like one type of flooring. There was like 10 different types of flooring that you had to get different materials for and different
1: walls and I mean, kudos to them, but that's yeah. just not that's just not me. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe I might take a peek at like Reddit or something and see what people have come up with. Cause my I was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Like, I, it was you know, I placed stuff wherever I had room for it at the time and never moved it, so it was like a complete mess. There was no organization whatsoever, <laughs> and like I would get lost trying to figure out where stuff was. Like it was <laughs> it was an absolute nightmare. Uh, so oh boy you know the, there is some merit i guess to you know making it nice but i i have a hard time doing that in a game where you're not sharing that with other people like the most that i sure you know would spend making something look nice would be like in a minecraft server or like you know i i played around with the base building in fallout 76 a lot more than i did in fallout 4 because it's a you know a multiplayer game where other people can actually see it whereas in a game like Fallout 4 you build a base and you're the only one that sees it and then you shut the game off and what was the point so I have a hard time in single player games kind of getting into the base building type stuff
0: yeah I tend to lean on um function mm-hmm. over you know fashion Me too. or aesthetic um like I played a lot of um No Man's Sky for a while uh, and you can it's a lot it's similar to this um, I mean a lot better graphics and a lot bigger but um, you can make bases and do all the mining and crafting and um, and yeah I'm, I mean I, I'm, one time I made a base with a friend of mine we worked on it together at the same time and, uh, and that was probably the nicest
1: structure I'd made but yeah its just more fun when you get another person to like come by uh-huh. after the fact and be like oh that's cool it's like at least it's a little rewarding for what you did
0: Mm -hmm. but otherwise i'm not going to bother
1: yeah same so let's uh let's put a number on it what do you think out of 10 what would you rate forager forager be a 10 yeah i think yeah yeah i think it'd probably be about a 9.5 for me I really liked it, but just those couple little things held it back a little bit, but not much. I would still highly recommend this game to pretty much anybody. Sure. And even like you know, people who don't play a lot of games, I think would really enjoy this. So it's it's good for sort of your your hardcore gamers to your newbies. Uh, anybody could kind of pick this up and have fun.
0: Yeah, it was easy to get into for anybody.
1: I could see this being
0: uh, a very enjoyable game for a whole number of people.
1: For sure. All right, so before we uh, talk about what we're doing in the next game, um, I saw something kind of funny the other day that I wanted to uh, share with you. Um, We were talking in the Hypnospace Outlaw uh, episode about the GameFAQs communities and how they had, like, message boards where people would kind of just chat about whatever. And uh, I came across, I think I saw it on Kotaku, but somebody had made a YouTube video. It was this guy, uh, This YouTube name is Cybershell, had made a YouTube video about this time he was in one of these GameFAQs communities and somebody decided they were going to try to steal Mountain Dew From a Taco Bell. And he had mocked up this contraption where he could uh, basically take a cup with like a false bottom that would funnel into a backpack. And he would go up to the, you know, the fountain machine or whatever and just hold it under the Mountain Dew thing until the backpack filled up with Mountain Dew. And i guess the whole community got together and there was you know engineering going on and people were like checking in and like couldn't wait to hear what had happened and i think it was in like 2003 or something and uh so they ended up doing it and they were like changing the designs based on the feedback from the other people and and it was this whole community event and then he filmed it on like an old, uh, digital camera. So it was just this really terrible like video, but he posted it for everyone to see and like came back all <laughs> pumped up. Like it had worked, ah. but it was flat. And like, here's some tips for next time. And it oh. was, it's worth looking up the video. It was really funny. Um, just the way it was edited to kind of tell this whole story. Cause it's such a, such a stupid story, but it was just sort of wholesome about like, you know, this community getting community together, to, together to, yeah. to, you know, get invested Still in whether Mountain this Dew. guy could get some Mountain Dew and I and the whole thing was that they convinced him that he needed to get Baja Blast because at the time the only place you could get it was at Taco Bell so it was, <laughs> it was this you know he was the only person drinking Baja Blast at home and he had it in these big jugs in a duffel bag that he had filtered out of a uh, Taco Bell so anyways I, I thought that was really funny and uh I saw that right after we were talking about the Game stuff. It's
0: a strange story. It was a simpler time.
1: 2003. Simpler
0: time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up.
1: That sounds like a pretty wholesome. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what to say about it. It, the, The guy was all concerned, you know, about whether or not he'd get caught and all these things. And then, you know, he would come back with an update saying like, yeah, it turns out the Taco Bell employees making minimum wage don't care if I steal a uh, Mountain Dew from there. <laughs> and Nobody even looked sideways at me.
0: A lot of work was put in just for that. Yeah. They could have just, you know, had a few cups. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, um, next time, next, not even next week, but next month, we're going to be talking about a game that I have already um, beat, um, but uh, this was Ori and the Blind Forest, um, which was, you know, excellent. Um, and uh, I won't I, I won't say too much about that, but uh, pretty excited to talk about that one because it was a whole other experience from from this game that we've just played. This was, uh, you know. If you've played it, you know that it was it was pretty moving. And the story was, you know, simple but,
1: you know, effective. And, uh,
0: you know, back to punch.
1: <laughs> it's also our 10th episode, too. So we'll Ooh, be our kind of first mini milestone we'll have to have some sort of a celebration while we talk about Ori and the Blind Forest. We'll wear party hats. <laughs> Anyway,
0: that's going to be it for this week's episode. You can follow uh, me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash to watch me stream the games we talk about or catch up on all the old streams by subscribing to You No Time to Game on YouTube. Uh, You can also join our Discord server with the link in the podcast description um and the episode description for important announcements general chatter or you can also send us an email at uh, notimepod at gmail.com you can send us comments game suggestions any questions um or anything else you can also find us on instagram twitter uh and uh and even tiktok uh ntgpod or uh notimepod Thank you for listening to No Time to Game. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you can be notified of all the upcoming episodes. And as always, press X. to skip the credits. you getting sleepy?
1: Is it obvious? Yeah. <laughs>